Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host. We're beginning another week of Fire on the Earth, a program dedicated to the promotion of Catholic mission and evangelization. I want to talk this week about walking in the truth, living in the truth, uh, having the capacity to see the truth and respond to it. You know, right at the core of the Christian life, really the core of human life, is God's created order, how he created man and woman, how he created human beings to be able to, with minds, with wills, with emotions. He's given us a capacity to see the truth and to live in accord with the truth. And so the mind perceives the truth that's received. The will is, you know, the the agent, the movement within us that sees the truth and says yes to it and seeks to pursue it and then order our lives to the truth, to the ground of reality. That's that's a description, you might say, of sanity. And one of the things that we're seeing so profoundly about the nature of the spiritual battle that's happening in our time is a disconnection from reality or a warring against what's real. The human will, instead of responding to what the mind sees, the human will says, I determine what's real. I determine what's true. And so right at the core of it, what we're seeing there is a is the battle between the kingdoms, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness. It's the temptation of the devil in the garden uh, to get us to live as if our own way to happiness, the only way we're going to reach fulfillment is if we can be like God ourselves. We can be the master of our own destiny. We can be the determiner of meaning. We can be the determiner of what's real and ultimately what's true. And Jesus came to uh, shed light into that confusion that is so present in the human heart. Uh, Jesus came and he's told us, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way to human happiness. He's the way to human fulfillment. He's the way human beings come to know God and the created order and our whole entire purpose for being. He says, I'm the truth about those things. I'm the truth about God, the creator. I'm the truth about a man and man's destiny. That's why he you know, took on human flesh. I'm also the truth. I come to tell the truth about the lies that dominate the human heart, about the spiritual combat that you're living in the midst of. And why your mind and your heart, your emotions, your spirit are often distorted and under the dominion and power of ideas and ways of being and thinking that lead us into very destructive ways of living. And so one of the great trials of our time and one of the demonic strategies that's so powerful, the deception of the enemy, is this lie that if human beings are going to be able to be happy, if we're going to be able to be free, if we're going to be able to live a life that we can secure a life that we can call happy, we have to be the masters of our own destiny. We have to be the masters of our entire life. And if in some way we have to submit to something outside ourselves, even God, if there is such a thing as God, as such a person as God, that somehow that fact would oppress me, it would constrain me, it would limit me in my capacity for total uh, freedom and be my own designer. This is really where we are. There's a deep deception that's so present that many, many people, 
in the world today, especially in the Western world, have really embraced. Because, you know, we, we know we're made to live in the truth. We have a desire in us to be happy, to reach a certain level of fulfillment in some way, right? And there's two ways of going at that. There's the way of, of submission to God, to standing in humility before God and be, before reality itself, and seeing my own existence in relationship to the truth, and to be able to say, like Scripture, Paul says, you know, in Him I live and I move and I have my being. I know who I am in relation to the one who made me. I see myself in the context every single day of a created order that I didn't make up. It takes a humility of heart and a humility of mind to do that. But then there's the the fearful heart, the proud heart that's easily deceived, a heart that seeks its own pleasure, that makes us vulnerable to the deceptions of the enemy to say, right, being right back at the garden. To say, are you sure? Are you, sh- if you take that disposition of humility, uh, detachment and a holy silence before God and, and creation and, and see yourself in relationship to someone who's higher than you and you're submitted to him, that, that degrades you. That enslaves you. And the same lie, maybe in different forms, but the fundamental lie, that the devil sowed in the heart of Adam and Eve, the deception that they bought was a lie about God. Is God really trustworthy? What is the reason he doesn't want you to have access to the tree of knowledge and good and evil? Is it because it's really literally for your own good? Or is it because if you step into it, if you lay hold of it, if you take from that tree, you're going to be just like him, and then you don't have to be submitted to him anymore. And that's what it's really all about, isn't it? That he wants to constrain you from your just limitless possibilities, the pleasure, the happiness, the power, the pursuit of whatever you want. He stands in the way. So it's a very seductive, powerful lie that the fallen human heart, which is deceived, easily deceived, says yes to. And so I think one of the things we're seeing in the the culture today, and so many of us are saying, what is happening? What's happening to our culture? What's happening to our way of life? What's wrong with our leadership? It's just there's so much leadership, even in the church, that's confused, that's easily manipulated, that doesn't seem to be speaking the truth in love or living it out. What's happening? Well, friends, we're in the midst of a, a very intense spiritual battle. And this is a battle that lies, as St. John Paul II said, within the plans of divine providence. It's a, it's an incredibly significant time and it's, we can feel it. You know, we see the wars, we see the rumors of wars, we see the division in our culture and our civilization, we see the hatred. You know, people watching every day, lots of people are very frightened, confused, but it's only going to intensify. And it's critically important for us to be able to align our minds and hearts now with the truth, the truth that God communicates to us about who we are. And that requires humility of mind and humility of heart. I wanted to start this week. So this week we're going to just talk about dimensions of this battle and the devil's strategy. And maybe in the process we can lay hold of, uh, we can answer the question a little bit more clearly, like what is going on and why? 
Why is this happening? What is it? What are we seeing? So I want to start today with uh, uh, some thoughts from a talk I gave a number of years ago on uh, the four restrainers, we'll call it, the restrainers that restrain the wickedness that's in the human heart. And that's kind of strong language, but it's biblical language. And the fundamental problem we have starts in the human heart. The human heart is what the seed of decision, right, in each and every person. And it's a place where we ultimately meet God, but we also decide a place of decision. What are we going to say yes to? What will we bend our knee to? What is it we're going to love? Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? So we see the prophet Jeremiah giving us you know, insight into the reality of the human condition. This is a result of the fall. Right? Adam and Eve saying no to God, eating from the tree, and were profoundly wounded by affirming a lie and reaching out to it and wanting to become like God and breaking the relationship with God and coming under the dominion. The devil couldn't make them do it, but they did it. He seduced them into doing it. And as a result, they were profoundly wounded. Church calls that original sin. That's our original wound. And it's interesting today that, you know, Jeremiah's diagnosis of the human heart is not a popular one in the culture today, especially the woke culture in a certain way to say the problem from a contemporary sort of woke reality, the problems I have or may have or may not have don't originate in me. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong, and so there's a, there's a pressure. I think our academic institutions, even from kindergarten up through elementary, are kind of caught in this confusion of saying, in order to be happy and balanced, there just has to be total affirmation of everything that's going on inside of me and what I decide I am, all the way down to what my identity is. And a five-year-old, you know, the adult world around them saying, hey, what are you? Are you a boy or a girl or what, what are you? You have to decide because whatever's in you, whatever you feel, whatever you are, that's who you are. And that ha- we, we're here to protect all that. There's a deep rejection of the church's teaching. And really what, what man even beyond the church has understood for so long is that there's something wrong with the human heart. There's an original wound, original sin. And there's, it's a disordering power within the very core of our being. And it's a deep deception to say, no, the problems I have, they're all from outside of me. People's imposition of what I'm supposed to think reality is, and it interferes with what I want reality to be. So that's the problem. It's, it's out there. That's why we have so many conflicts, friends, emerging. You know, there's a spiritual core to this. There's a political reality to this. There's all kinds of reasons that people are getting trapped in this stuff, but it's real. Mark's gospel, Jesus said this, For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, and folly. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. So Jesus was asked the question, you know, regarding the dietary laws among the Jewish people. He said, if I eat something, if I eat X or Y, will it defile me? Jesus understood what those commandments were about, but he went deeper. He went right to the core. Here's the real problem when you talk about defilement. It's in the human heart. Jesus said, I've come to give you a new heart, 
That's responding to the prophet Jeremiah, the prophet Ezekiel, that there's a, there is truly a heart problem. You can see again, why are all these wars happening around the world? Why all this disorder? I thought we were all progressing. I thought progress was happening and humanity was getting better. It never happens that way, and it will never happen that way. Just because we have better technology and the rest and have more knowledge at our fingertips, that doesn't solve the problem of the human heart. And that long list of what Jesus saw in the human heart, actually, friends, this particular passage from the Lord is one of the reasons I believe Christianity, because I know my own heart, and I know the heart of friends of mine, you know, friends and family. He has got the perfect diagnosis of the human heart. I mean, Jesus is it. He nails it. I mean, the world wants to deny it and wants to blame every, everything outside us, but that's not real. Here's the catechism, paragraph 397. Man tempted by the devil, let his trust in his creator die in his heart. And abusing his freedom, he disobeyed God's command. This is what man's first sin is consisted of. All subsequent sin would be disobedience toward God and a lack of trust in his goodness. Here's where, here's the root of the battle and where the big lies we're going to talk about this week, where they emerge from. Is God good? Can God be trusted? I think I'm better off without him in designing my own reality. That's the great human deception. There's a lot of power, spiritual powers at work in the world leading human beings to say yes to that. But we'll take a look at that over the next few days. Hope you can join me to tell your friends to come in. It's going to be a fun week. God bless you. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.